Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, we're answering your sex and relationship questions, including the best way to date in an open relationship, how much to share about your sexual history, what to do when your husband's porn preferences hit a little too close to home, also tips on how to tie your partner up and rock their world. Thanks for listening. You know how I'm always encouraging you to get a little more adventurous in the bedroom? Well, our friends at Sport Sheets, you know, the ones who pioneered easy-to-use bondage gear, have just released the perfect products for your next adventure, the all-new Midnight line. Midnight is a collection of sophisticated, playful, and adventurous accessories like lace cuffs, blindfolds, and one of our favorites, a lace collar and leash. Hey, Producer Madison, remember that time I led you around the trade show wearing one? How was that for you? You know, um, surprisingly good. It's really comfy. Uh, I liked it more than yeah, I thought I would. I know, right? Fun for everyone. Want to turn up the adventure dial a little more? No problem. Midnight has a whole selection of high-quality nipple clamps that not only feel amazing, but are really beautiful, too. Hey, producer Madison, remember that t- Just kidding. Okay, don't underestimate a little nipple play. Trust me. Each item in the Midnight Collection is made from the highest quality materials. Everything is nicely weighted and feels amazing to use. These are really the perfect way to bring a little special twist to your sexy playtime. Sportsheets has been keeping couples connected for more than 20 years, and the Midnight Collection is their latest masterpiece. To check out this or any of the other fun Sportsheet products, click the Sportsheets banner on my website or visit Sportsheets.com. That's S-P-O-R-T-S-H-E-E-T-S.com. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex relationships and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. We can find out all the information about the show, um, how to find us on social media and all that stuff. I just want to thank everybody for subscribing to the show. It really helps us out. You can subscribe on iTunes and all the other places where podcasts are not sold. It just helps us and... Um, Helps us do a lot of great shows for you. So we appreciate it. And um, also you can find me on social. It's at Sex with Emily across the board. Another thing I got to tell you about is it's October, okay? So we all know this month is about some freaky stuff, right? Halloween, all that. But the Sex with Emily team has decided to go in the other direction because we're taking the freak out of freaky sex. Why? Because so many people still feel shame, confusion, embarrassment about what they're into behind closed doors. And I don't want you guys to feel bad about what turns you on. You're always emailing me. Is this normal? Is this okay? It's all fine. And I want you to fully embrace it, especially this month. I mean, always, but we're going to start this month. So we're looking at ways that you can explore your sexuality, your fetishes, your fantasies. I mean, whatever turns you on. It's all good. So check out the site for blogs and social media all this month about all things kinky. And we want to hear from you about your stories 
Um, and if we do hear from you, you might just win a sexy prize because we're doing a month-long giveaway. This is what you got to do. Just this. What's your hottest fantasy? You know, the one that always gets to turn on, like that, that fantasy, that go-to. And if you email it to me at feedback at sexwithelmy.com, you can win one of the three sexy prizes. And one, of course, is a magic wand. Original, because I know you want one. And um, you can change your name. It's cool. We won't, like, exploit it and send it to your mom and stuff. We're fine with that, because we know she might still have some shame around that or embarrassment. But we want you to feel good about it. So, again, learn more about it at sexwithemily.com. And I've got one more thing to say. Before I get into Anderson, he's sitting here. I'm very excited to see him. Okay. You know how much I love lube. In fact, I'm sort of obsessed with lube. um, And I'm totally okay with it. But Joe, they asked me, they said, Emily, what's your favorite lube? Do you like lube? What's the deal? We want to help you make your dream lube. And I've been talking about this for a few weeks um, now. And if you go to sexwithemily.com slash dream lube, you take a very short survey. Um, You're going to help me create with Joe a dream lube, a brand new lube we design together and 10 lucky participants who take the survey will win a Joe prize package worth $100, which they have really cool stuff at Joe. It's not just lube. They sent you just like, they have like lotions and potions and it all smells really good and it's fun and slippery and nice. So go to sexwithemily.com slash dream lube or click on the dream lube, uh, dream lube banner. And also, we've already been getting so many overwhelmingly amazing responses. I re- I read them all, believe it or not. I did read. I was on an airplane, and I read it all. And um, it was just great to hear your feedback about the show, because we have a few questions in there about that. But um, it's really quick, and thank you, everybody. I love hearing from you. Whew! Anderson, what up? That was a mouthful. Dude, I know. I tried to make it quick, because people were like, I... I like the uh, taking the freak out of things, though. Right? I was afraid you're going to say like only missionary from now on, but no, what you're talking about <laughs> is you're going to make people feel like un- not freaky. Yes. For their freaky freakdom. You're fine. Like sucking on toes might be a thing. I'm cool with that. You're cool with that. Yeah. Like singing the national anthem might be like the only way a person can climax and you're you're okay with that. Dude, it's all fine. You will de-shame them. Exactly. I love it. I love it too because love everyone it. was like, am I normal? Is this fine? It's all fine. And this month I want you to all just be fine with what who you are. up, Em? Have you, oh uh, my God. Have you had any relationships and broken up? Uh, have you had any children? <laughs> have you had, how many birthdays have you had? It's been a long time since I've seen you. Oh my God. It feels like it's been forever. Um, no breakups. You look younger. I do? You look younger. I, yeah. I feel younger. Yeah, Thank you. you. That's so you weird because I'm jet lagged right now. Do you now. think it's because you're you're sucking on the wet head stuff all the time? It's like got vitamins in it? I love my wet head. This is my Okay, everyone asks me what this is. It so makes I it makes you a little uncomfortable. If you're what? sitting across from Emily and she's uh, constantly squirting, squirting this stuff onto her, it would only be weird if I got on my knees and was about to give you a blowjob. That's what it's for, though. It's, <laughs> it's for blowing people, and she's constantly like prepping. It's um okay, so it's by Doc Johnson. I wasn't asking for another head. plug here. I'm just saying. no, because people always want to know what I'm spraying in my uh-huh. mouth. The point is <laughs> that is the question on the streets. I, I hear people talking. I was waiting for the, the red light to turn weird green about it. on the corner. I feel fine about what it. What is it that Emily's always squirting in her mouth? A guy said. <laughs> Dude, I wish mm-hmm. it was more interesting. But no, this is okay. So, a lot of people, when they're, uh-huh. you know, one of the number one tips Dry for great blood. Stoners. Yeah. Yeah. Stoners, stoners or get anybody. Bad head. Yeah. No, Cotton mouth. Okay, right. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Uh-huh. Thanks for answering the question with the question with the question that I didn't answer. So, the pro- Don't you think it's developed for stoners, though? Because they, no. they love to you know get high and sit around and bang. It's really hard to sometimes produce enough saliva. Mm-hmm. To make a blowjob wet enough, mm-hmm. it just is. You're you just you can't keep. A, like there's certain things you can I do. Wouldn't know. So this 
good. I mean, not good. I've been in jail three times. If you're into giving blowjobs, I'm totally, it's not freaky. I'm totally fine with that. Right. So the thing is, it makes your mouth less dry when Mm -hmm. you're on the radio or when you're on podcasts or talking, you can do that like, and that would be annoying. And so now. I just had a flashback. It was a terrible flashback. Oh no, what? All right. I I don't want to get into too many sordid details, but I remember I was with a couple girls. I was like dating two girls at once for a minute and it was pretty sweet. It was back in the uh, 90s when sure. I was like uh, <laughs> a totally young. different person. Right. And, uh, Asshole was, Anderson. Yeah. And there was these two girls that were kind of like they were together and then I was kind of like their third wheel for a minute for probably about two, three weeks. It was a lot of fun. But I What remember do you mean they were together? Like as They were like a couple. Okay. And then I was like their toy for a minute and it was fun. But I remember <laughs> I, I shut the room down and I turned every both of them off when uh, they had like in, introduced a toy and they were showing like how they blow the toy. I and mean, we weren't even having sex or anything. Right. And then I, I gave it a whirl. I put it in my mouth, and they were both like, I, I didn't need to see. I, I put this this sex dildo. toy, dildo thing, in my mouth. Like, I was, like, right. showing what, how and I would. they're like, we never need to see that again. Yeah, we don't need to see that, Anderson. I was like, just shut everything down. It was oh, terrible. Man. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, lesbians probably now. don't think it's hot if you're sucking on a. But there are a lot of ladies out there that like gay porn. Totally. But, right. Absolutely. Maybe, but right. not, not, not me. Not this group of lesbians. Not, yeah, these not two you. did not like it. it. Right. I think I think actually they ended up hooking up later that night without me. Oh, dude. Nothing that, worse than that, sitting in the living room. Was that the blowjob buzzkill? It was kind of the, it, it killed it. The phallic yeah. kill. That so if you find sometimes. yourself in that position, guys, don't do what I did. Don't stick it in your mouth. Unless, unless you're into that kind of thing and it's totally fine. See, right. we're all about acceptance this month. D-freak. Um, so there's a few things. Yeah, I haven't seen you in like a month. I know oh, we have so much to catch up right. on. And, um, and we've got a really action-packed show today mm-hmm. a lot. but i wanted to give a shout out and tell you what happened so you know i went to she in right. new york uh-huh. i love you where's she? your yeah thank you the sexual health expo <laughs> and which was amazing i've talked about it already but it was um it was i've never in my life met as many listeners in in two days in 11 years of city. doing the show I probably a couple hundred people came and New it was York's it was amazing and they wanted to know where you were and all this stuff but oh they wanted to know where i was yeah i was in la I know. You yeah. could have come with me. Uh-huh. But you're busy, like, making right. movies, making babies. It's yeah. okay. But um, you know who came? So it was a lot of listeners. They're like, right. thank you. And it was just, and for me, you know, we don't, I don't meet, we're in LA, no. I'm in the uh-huh. car. Like, yeah. I don't meet listeners that often. And do you know who came is, um, do you remember the email from John? Um, he was the oh. gentleman who lost his wife. Yes, and I was researching porn at that moment. Yeah, yes. and you were distracted, but then you helped him, and then we apologized yes. and thanked and him. He and was he, such a sweet and guy. And he came. Oh, he did. And he was so lovely, okay. and he just said, "Not thank like you. at the show. He was. He, no, he went to the <laughs> show." <laughs> I don't know what happened after he okay. left, but when he was there, he showed up mm-hmm. at the show. Yes, not everything. He arrived. Sex, right. He arrived, and he was so sweet and so thankful. And I was just my heart, like I had tears in my eyes, and Aww. I was just so grateful. So, he's doing good. He's dating somebody yeah, now. He good. said our, our advice was really helpful. If you he he lost his wife, right, and he was kind of feeling like pressured into dating. We gave advice just to yes. kind of like take it easy and take care of yourself and build a group of community. Most memorable or... email for me. I remember that one very, very well. Right. So anyway, and the I met subsequent him in emails that came out. So, so John, thank you. And thank you to all the listeners for coming because it was... For arriving. It was, it, what? For arriving, yeah. <laughs> well, we had a climax fest after. Did you? That was fun. Emily's, Emily's 500? Yeah. 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 It was... I didn't tell you about that? <laughs> um, okay, but tell me about like everything. Right. Yeah, let me let me do a couple quick plugs yeah, here and then, yeah. and then we can move on with the program. Uh... As many of you probably already know, I am on a quest to make my first feature film uh, for the last 20 years of my life. This is no lie. Every single morning when I first wake up, my first uh, thought is, you're a loser, Anderson. You have not made a movie. Well, it's finally, looks like it's finally happening. Uh, raising funds to make my first feature film. And it's a really fun 
feature film and it's a really cheap feature film and I can make it for not a lot of money so at groupersthemovie.com is where you can go to help support giving us a follow is a huge huge thing and if, if I get a thousand followers of the project at groupersthemovie.com uh, we get we unlock a gift box for filmmakers so we're up to like almost 600 follows I think right now and it's an $8,000 gift box that gets unlocked if we get a thousand it takes about 30 seconds we, they just need your name and your email, and uh, I, don't, I don't spam you. You might get one update a week during okay. the campaign. And it's really great to check out your 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 and my video, video, my pitch videos there. It's actually, really, that's a piece of art. And it's a crazy movie that I have written uh, that I've dreamed up. You know, it comes from working on Loveline for all those years and working with Emily and working in this world. And uh, it involves two homophobes who get strung up together and are forced to. Uh, choose to be gay for each other because that's what they've been spouting off uh, and and they've been you know gay bashing and saying homosexuality is nothing but a choice so this woman captures them and says hey you can prove your little theory now be gay for each other if it's just a choice and that's the jumping off point there's a whole lot oh my God, involved I know. in this movie I, I, can't wait to make it I'm so proud of you Anderson and we also have a perk that involves you Em and, yeah, and your team I know this and, is exciting uh, it's called Brunch with Emily and um, it's on there you can see it it's, it's a little pricey but there's a very few of them and it's it's going to be a very memorable, fun day uh, if you choose this perk. It's 500 bucks and brunch with Emily yep. and her team. I will be there, and we're going to drink mimosas. And we're going to be mimosas. We're going to have a little gift packets helping everyone. And um, yeah, you're going to bring like, sex toys and stuff to yep. give away. And uh, if you're into that sort of thing, it's going to be like at a, at a, a chic little uh, Hollywood restaurant out right. here. Yeah, it's going to be a really, really fun little like. Uh, mid-afternoon, mid-morning party. Right. Right? We're so, going to have a party. And I can answer your sex questions. And we're just going to hang out. We're, we, we are a good time. It's going to it's going to be a great time. And so. support Anderson because I just got to say that I'm not... Uh, we... A lot of those like Anderson, you're a loser conversations, not only do they happen in the morning, yeah. but sometimes they happen in the parking lot at Loveline yeah. before the show. I get down on myself. I really do. And yeah. uh, I've, I've directed sh- uh, 10 shorts now. I'm ready to make a feature and this one is going to make some noise. So be a part of it. Uh, and get I'm proud involved. of you and all the short films you've done have won awards and yeah, they've been all over the place. a talented filmmaker and, Thank and you a good friend. And, uh, I, wish I, was, I wish I was into a, uh, writing a novel. I could just do it on my on my own and I wouldn't have to bother anybody, but uh, making a movie it takes, a, it takes a small village. So it please and support uh, and buy and our package because we want to have brunch with you and hang it'll out. be so much fun and you'll and you'll walk with a bunch of toys and sex toys and a, and a morning that you will never forget. And I'll answer sex your questions. Probably a bit of a any. buzz and uh, Emily's really really fun to, to hang out with. I'm as, fun when as, I'm drunk. As is her team. So right, aren't I fun drunk? Oh, you are. Except fun for drunk. when I talked during my. Well, we're not going to be at a comedy show, so you won't be able to heckle. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Okay, so thank good, you for that. Anderson. Thanks. And. I, I, and I'm bad at plugging. Actually, that was really succinct. It's weird plugging my own stuff. It I know, feels it's weird, really but it's so important to me. Great. It really is. And also, uh, this is the <laughs> last time one? you're going Jesus. to see me know, before dude. I'm a dad. Uh, my, my wife's due date is yesterday. <laughs> I can't even believe it, Anderson. Her due date's yesterday, and like I'm sitting there. You're going to have a baby in yeah. your arms next time I see you. I know. You. I think Stanley, my dog, was really good practice. But oh, everything's about to change. Oh. Everything's about to change. He's still going to get love. Honey, I'm, I'm really excited for you. Thank you. It's a big time. So, wow. Yeah, dadhood. We're going to um, support your ass. But I'm so Preach. glad that uh, she she kept the baby in her belly so that I could be here because it's been that too long. That was nice. It was like yeah. touch and go if you were going to be here. And I tell her I appreciate that too. Okay, I will. Although I'm sure she wants to get that I've had her clenching. I, I've had her do... I've, she's been doing... She doesn't know why, but I've been having her do Kegel exercises just to keep the baby in so I could do the show today. I, that's You know what? That was the main that reason. That was really sweet. Yeah. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Anderson. Kegel camp. Big day. Kegel camp. Oh, yeah. Do your Kegels. Um, okay, wow. That was a lot. You got any sex in the news for me? I do. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Okay. 
Getting busy in cars is still a beloved American pastime. Mm. Lest you think it went out in the 70s mm-hmm. because it did. Actually, it did go out in the 70s. It did because you bucket seats. Exactly. No, the decline in the 70s because of rising gas prices, the shrinking size of cars, the closing of the drive-in theaters. Sex in a Yugo is no fun. Um, I've had sex in basically a Yugo. I'll get to that in a minute. An increase in anti-parking, not a Yugo, but a geoprism. Um, <laughs> an increase in anti-parking regulations <laughs> and advancing urban sprawl. All that stuff. People are like, you know what? F this sex in the cars. Well, now there's new research because people are, you know, really researching important things right now in the world. Yes. And they found out that 61% of Hair men, loss and boners, man. 58% of women uh, report engaging in some kind of sexual behavior when in a vehicle. Uh-huh. So um, it found that the most common time participants had sex in their cars was during their junior and senior years of high school. Makes sense. Uh, more than half reported parking out in the country to get down and dirty in the backseat of a standard car and not necessarily a pickup truck or an SUV. Mm-hmm. Sessions, see, this part hasn't changed the 70s, probably, or the 80s, or the 90s. Sessions were brief, less than 15 minutes, mm-hmm. but 6% said they went for more than an hour. Wow. Um, and here's the part that's like, duh. Road trip. More men than women, 86% versus 48%, reported having an orgasm. Wait, 86% of dudes? Yeah, 48% did not. Mm-hmm. Sounds like regular intercourse. Yeah. But the truth is, when you're in the car, it's always like there's things going up mm-hmm. inside you. And it's like, it's never, well, and it's stressful. No, but it's like things you don't want Speaking inside Speaking of things you. inside you in cars, I saw a video once of a woman uh, banging <gasps> her stick shift. Yeah. It was interesting. Really? She's like actually important? shifting it and stuff. Yeah. I don't know how she reached the clutch, though. That was probably tough for her. But she was actually on top. there was like a stunt there, down there, someone's working the clutch? (laughs) The car wasn't in motion, but she was riding that stick shift, and I'd never seen anything like it. God, that's that's a great great visual. Right, Google it. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, Yeah. like Google that stuff right now. People not do it after the show. Um, Also, we wrote a blog about this um, to make orgasmics, to make it more orgasmic for both parties. It's called Backseat Windows Up, Your Guide to Seriously Hot Car Sex. And... Mm -hmm. People really love this blog because I'm thinking like, don't you already know how to cars? But no, we love it. It's a really fun one. And people. Tinted windows are kind of a must. I got tinted windows now. Um, So here's the, I started doing a, um, I started doing a little uh, perusing through my memory of, of my car sex. Mm -hmm. Uh, You ever get caught? I did. Yeah. So did I. So, you did. I think most people get caught if they if you, if you do it enough in the car, you'll get caught. Well, I just got it. Well, the weird thing is, the one time I got caught was randomly after high school. I went. I had a boyfriend visiting. I was in, living in San Francisco, and my boyfriend was from San Francisco. I That's he good. came home to visit my family mm-hmm. over Thanksgiving, and right. I must have been like twenty five. Uh, what was I like twenty five? I graduated. But you got that whole feeling like you're in high and school I was like, again. Come see my high yeah. school. So I was like, come to my high school. Right. And we went to the parking lot, and then we like by the bleachers, and uh-huh. we started like fooling around in the car. And you like probably felt like a high school up. senior. Yes, right? but the cops came up yeah. and I got busted when I was like 25 for and how they approach it? Did they, did they, they pull him away first? No, they, they weren't mean about it, but they're like, hello, what's going on down here? My, my cops are great because they pulled her uh, away first. They pulled her out of the car and pulled they made out? sure that she was consenting. Not being, right. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. That was the first thing they did, which they, I appreciated. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. And they threw you both in jail. No, they just told us to leave. Same. That happened to me. But then I realized I started doing all this you know, through my memory bank, that when I moved to San Francisco after college, I mm-hmm. drove out in a geoprism. Do you know what geoprism is? They're small, right? Really small. Yeah. And um, they're not great cars. No. But I was... Sorry in, to any listener, listeners who are driving a No, if you have they don't even make them anymore. I'm sure yours is fine. The reason why I got a geoprism is because I had... Cool name. No, no. no. It's because I had to buy... Admit, okay, where I grew up. Yes. I don't know what it's like where you grew up. You grew, you grew up in Michigan. Like you're 16. Yeah. You ha- there's I grew no up in buses. LA. You have to have a car. Right. Right. Well, same with LA. Yes. There's no buses. There's nothing. You can't, you can't. There's so buses. I worked all right. through high school, and I 
could pay for half. My parents would pay the other half. Oh, but going nice. from Michigan, they you have to get an American car. Right. People hate you if you don't. Uh-huh. And it's the right thing to do in Michigan, or it was at the time. Right. But I wanted a foreign car. The point is, it was oh, no. it was a Honda, and it was like a GM or something like that. I don't remember now. So the point is, little the Geo car. was like a, a hybrid car? Hybrid car. A hybrid country and my car. Friend, I didn't when know I that. Moved, so I had that car for seven years. Like I moved out to California. It was red. It was not a cute car. You could look it up. But the point is, I had sex in that car. So I went to out to Boston one summer and uh-huh. I had a camp and I, I just, I, I went to a summer camp and I had sex in it a lot. And, right. um, and I never got caught, but it was a very little tiny space. All very American things. So did you ever get shamed for driving this non-American car on the road by uh, your... No, 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 it was half American. Uh, and once I moved to uh, San Francisco, no one cares. But in Michigan, you really like people right. throw stuff at you. Do they really? Yeah, I mean, because it's like, you know, yeah. Motor City. Right, not anymore. Um, not anymore. But then at the time, I don't know, still, no. I'm it's telling you, back. my mom, still her client, like she still has an American car. She has like a Lincoln. Like you have to like like a nice one. But right. still, you got to like do it so um yeah and then i was at burning man and i had stayed in my boyfriend's car which was not an suv and had a lot of sex in the car so that's my story but the other story i want to tell you Ugh, burning man i'm sorry you got that. balls you do have balls for going to that thing i did i went like 10 years ago before it was like a thing and now there's like cell phones there i'm yeah. like it's dead but so here's a funny thing so i was in germany yes i was at aerofame which is the largest um excuse me sex, what? It was, it's called aerofame aerofame yeah like an arrow that flies through E-R-O. the arrow Euro. Okay. Fame. Euro, Euro fame. All right. Doesn't matter. But it's a, you know, I always go to these sex industry yes. conferences in yes. America, mm-hmm. the States. There's many of them, 10 right. of them a year. But there's one. So everybody comes from all over. All and of it's, Europe. it's all of Europe comes. Western but it's, Europe. it's industry. It's all the industry people. So I went with WeVibe. Mm-hmm. You know, they make like the top Vibrators, couples toy. Yes. They make amazing toys. Like they've been around for like, I think 10 years. I remember they were like the first vibrator I ever talked about on the show. I've been hearing you talk about WeVibe since I've known you. Since you know me. So, and they actually have a new toy, but this isn't the point. The point is I was with them and they, at the same time we were in Germany, they launched their Shaggin' Wagon. Shaggin' Wagon. And their Shaggin' Wagon, I... I, Mercedes? It's it's no. It looks like old like seventies like VW bus, but it's uh-huh. not a VW bus. And it shakes. They have it set up so it, like when it's going down the street, it shakes, and you can get what? in the back seat of it. And there's be going to be people like a host, and I can um I'm going to be doing this. Wait I'm, a I'm begging them, and then people are going to get in the car. I'm going to drive it, and I'm going to ask them about their sex life and record it. Record the whole and thing. I video. literally screamed when they showed it to me because they did not know that when I started sex with Emily, yes. one of my Fantasies was a shagging wagon. Was to it wasn't no shagging wagon is like next level better right. idea. I just wanted to get a van, right, and drive across America uh-huh. and have people get in and talk, tell me about their sex life, right. And so now I want to do the shagging wagon, but I don't want to drive cross country anymore uh-huh. because I'm super busy now. Yes. I just want to drive through LA and then it just shakes and people get in and they. So you, it's shaking when you're like idling a picture of it at a red light. Yeah. It just shakes like, like people are, you know. So it makes it look like people are banging. People are banging. That is going to be an attention getter. And now are they going to ship that thing over here on a ferry, or do they got one here? But they want, yeah. Unless, yeah, yeah, they're going to get it over here somehow. Why don't you throw a couple mics in there, and uh, you can do the show from wherever you are. I'm going to move into it. I'm going to do the podcast. I'm going to do video. Let me ask you. This this they couldn't believe how excited, and they're like, "Wait, can I get it to LA?" Go. You are a sex expert, right? Yes. And uh, you are of the era when you could go into sleazy motels, and uh, some of them had little coin-operated machines that shook the bed. Remember that? I kind of, yeah. I've only seen it in movies. I've never seen it in real life. And what in the world is that? Where, where's the benefit? Um, It's kind of like it a remind, vibrator. The shagging wagon reminded me of this because it's right. shaking and moving. I've never seen one of those in person. I think it's I've like never seen one. Is it only a movie thing? I think thing? it's like a Vegas thing. I've never seen one. And I kind of want to see one now. Um, you could probably find one like It'd be like in banging Vegas. during an you know? earthquake. I don't 
know. It's like water beds. What happened to those? Oh, they're the worst. I lost my Virginia in a water bed. Hanging on a water bed is such a... I, who has... It's who's, very difficult. Very difficult. I grew up in the 80s, so I, I, I had to... I grew contest with that a couple times, yes. The waterbed in the. Um, I want anyway, to see you in the shag and wagon for sure. I know. We need to make it's this the happen. You can check it. Out. I don't know. I'll put a picture of it. We'll tweet it. Something. I thought they were actually going to sell it like consumer to consumers when you first no. said shag and wagon. I'm no, like, but it's like a thing, and I like literally freaked out, and they thought they were just like, oh, by the way, and I'm like, oh my god, I love it's you guys. It's the equivalent to like Wiener Schnitzel. They have the Wiener car that drives across uh, the, the country. Right. The Maybe the Wiener car. Schnitzel should oh. meet up with the Shaggin Wagon. Oh, what if it rear-ended it? And they could it? make little babies or something. Car porn. If it rear-ended it's it? It's car porn. Yes. Oh, my God. This is getting better by the moment. <laughs> would you do a show with me in the Shaggin Wagon? I would love to be in the Shaggin Wagon. Absolutely. That is yes. epic. Okay. Love that. Okay. Uh, thank you. We are, we're going to get into some... Um, emails Let's do from it. the people. Yes. Um, but first, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors and thank you everyone for supporting them and helping keep this show free so we can do epic shows for you. This week, uh, Sex with Emily comes to you uh, thanks to the Shag and Wagon. <laughs> no, they didn't even... I asked her, I said, can I... I texted her from Weebub. I'm like, Steph, can I talk about it? Like, I didn't know if it was... The, right. like, they might not even come up, but I, now I they hope maybe my listeners... Yes. Will, Bombard like, them. We'll tell them that, that I want it. Okay, everyone, if there's something I have more than toys, it's cosmetics, and I don't even use half of them. My makeup counter looks like, well, you can probably guess, because if you like cosmetics, yours probably looks similar. And just when things seem totally out of control, the folks at Kopari asked me to try their line of multitasking beauty products. So Kopari's products are made from 100% organic coconut oil, and unless you've like been living under a rock or something, coconut oil is huge these days. Kopari's products are free of sulfates, silicones, GMOs, and parabens, none of which you want in your skin. And I've been using Kopari's balm, their scrub, their body glow for a while now, and I love them. My favorite is their Kopari's Organic Coconut Melt. It is so delicious. I took one cosmetic to Europe, just one, and that was the coconut melt because it works for everything. Okay, it's great in your skin no matter what you use it for. So like on the plane, when my skin was all like dry, you could use it like all over your body. Use it as a bath oil, shaving oil, massage oil. Um, not just for your skin, it's great for your hair. I, I nourish, I have a hair mask that I put on. It has vitamin E, proteins to keep your hair long and strong and shiny. And it smells so great. Oh, it's good for flyaways. It smells amazing. And then the first time I use it, I walk into my office and everyone's like, wow, it smells so good. And it was me. And they've never said I smell good. I mean, they don't say I smell bad, but they never said I smell good. Um, thanks to Kopari, my skin looks amazing, my hair, everything. And my counter's all cleaned up. So Sex with Emily listeners can save 20% on Kopari products. Just go to koparibeauty.com slash Emily. That's K-O-P-A-R-I beauty.com slash Emily today. Thanks. Okay, everyone. I love hearing from you. And now there's a few different ways you can get your questions answered on my show. Check this. Go to sexwithemily.com, click on the Ask Emily tab, and fill out the submission form. So easy. On the submission form, you can select that you would be interested in calling in and having your question answered live on the podcast. Also, you can leave me a voicemail, 818-ASK-SWE1 or 818-275-7931. And there's a couple ground rules on this. Keep your message to about a minute. Don't include your last name or the names of anyone you're talking about. And do, as always, tell us your age, and where you're calling from, where you live, um, that's really helpful. So, again, all this info is on the web website under the Ask Emily tab. Can't wait to hear from you. 
Okay, you ready, Anderson? I am so ready. Okay, so this Emails. is actually, we don't, this was a great email because uh, I'm just going to read it. You'll see. Hi, Emily and company. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm like, I hate people like tell you it's great. And they'll be like, that wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Apologies in advance for the hella long email. And I had to edit it a little. This is Dormant Virgin from your September 6th, 2016 I episode. I remember this email. I know. On Sex Obsession. I just want to update you on my sexual journey since then. Long story short, I did it. Long story long, after I heard what you and Anderson had to say, I followed most of your advice. Mm. However, the next time I was with her for my bang check, what was bang check again? A rain check. But for bang rain check. check. It was a rain check for bang check. Mm-hmm. His e- my ED kicked in again. Not wanting this problem to continue any longer, I consulted a doctor and he prescribed Viagra. We tried again for the third time and the, with the pills and I was able to stay hard but couldn't come since I couldn't shut my damn brain off. It wasn't until the fourth time with her that I was able to clear my head and just focus on myself and not and her, not to mention smoking a little weed prior helped. Yeah. Things started getting hot and heavy until all of a sudden being lost in the moment. I was able to climax with the woman for the first time. The satisfaction I received could not be rivaled by any other moment I've experienced. So I may have cheated with the dick pills and the weed, but your advice to focus on myself. (laughs) I've never heard dick pills. That is great. (laughs) But your advice to focus on myself and her, in addition to your Kegel Camp app and a little of the Joe Salted Caramel Lube, big fan of this product, helped me to overcome my anxiety and in my eyes to finally becoming a man. Now to help level up my sex life, I'm looking into taking some classes at the Somatic Institute um, where you want to take my classes in San Francisco. I'm only on the other side of the bay. I also took her, my lady friend, on kink.com's headquarters tour since she's been introducing me to some kinky stuff I never thought I'd be into, candle play, and biting to name a few. Anyway, from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much, Dr. Morris. I couldn't have done it without you and your team constantly putting hard work into a show that people like me care about. Sincerely, DV, age 31, Bay Area. P.S. Shout out to Eddie and Chimmy, who I missed from my first post. Am I forgetting anyone? Because remember, he like thanked Stanley and like men's his dog and you. Yes. Um, I love this. First of all, I don't typically read. Like, people don't actually send us a lot of, maybe they do, a lot of follow-up emails about what happens. I love this. I don't often get like all the, how it helped. How the details, yeah. So and thank then, you. And, like, we appreciate follow-up. that. Like it, where are they now? He's, you know, at kinkick.com headquarters, you know, shooting loads. And- I remember... <laughs> Emily, I remember. I, I remember why. that email really well. That. Like he he uh, had a hookup and uh, he couldn't work, and she said maybe next time. And uh, we had a, a bunch of advice about like you know trying to uh, practice he, and imagining her and using a condom. I remember all that. So yeah, I, good I wish memory that he because said which parts he followed and which he didn't. No, he, he did almost, almost all. He said, well, almost. he said that he got into his body and he focused on himself. And I think it sounds like he did the Kegel Camp app and he whatever. We give him a lot. Check out the episode. It was great. So thank you. It was a great one. Because they're all great. <clears throat> Hi, Emily. I recently discovered your podcast after seeing you on True TV. You can do better. It's a TV show called You Can Do Better, which I shot. Like I was. Three I thought ago. that was like an insult. I thought she was insulting. Oh, me. I know. <laughs> I watch True TV all the time. It has Impractical Dude. Jokers and uh, Billy on the Street. Okay, Billy it's Eichner. a new TV show called You Can Do Better. Uh-huh. And I was on it. I shot it like a few months ago, and I in June, and I didn't know it aired. Is it about now. like uh, ladies uh, getting better dudes? You know, it's about sex. The episode, and Ken saw it because he saw this email. Ken, Ken is your VP. Uh-huh. And I haven't seen it yet, but he said it was great. Okay. Point is, it aired. I've been married for seven years, and about a year and a half ago, my wife and I opened up our marriage. Uh-oh. It's been... Seven years. Just let me get through the email without seven. the commentary. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> um, I, I've been married for seven years, and about a year and a half ago, my wife and I opened up our marriage. Right. It's been great... 
Anderson, stop it. Don't talk for a second. (laughs) It has been great for us. Having an open marriage has forced us to be much more open and honest with each other and has made me feel less trapped in the marriage. I love my wife even more now than before. My wife dates a former coworker of hers, coworker of hers, and until recently, I was dating an acquaintance of mine. My girlfriend recently committed to another guy, but she and I are so good friends. My question is this. Now that I'm looking for a new girlfriend, how should I bring up that I'm in an open marriage? I want to be honest with people, but I'm afraid I will scare women off if I bring it up too soon. But on the other hand, if I wait too long, it'll feel kind of sleazy, which I am not. Recently, I met a girl at a bar and we hit it off and she agreed to hang out again. When I saw her again, I told her my situation. And while she was nice, she was uninterested. I'm nervous to do online dating because I work at a conservative financial institution. If my boss finds out, it could affect my career. A couple of women I work with know I'm married but don't know it's open, respond very well to me and give me indicators of interest, but it's too risky to date someone from work. This is long. Should I just tell women I married, ask them out, and when they get confused, explain that my marriage is open? Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, Derek, age 35. Mm-hmm. Okay. First of all. It's not the 70s anymore. True. What's right. the problem with that? I, free love is kind of like... Over and done with. And I think that when he's meeting these girls, they're going to think relationship. They're not going to think bang time. But you're wrong. Okay. Because actually, there's more open relationships than ever right now. Mm-hmm. Ever in the world. Um, what was that there's more of coming us. out? Like, like one in five or two? One in five Americans have an open relationship. Wow. And in fact, we often hear from people um, who are like, oh, it can't work. It'd be horrible. And it's working for them. Yeah. Seven years, they opened it up and... He, he's actually not asking like how do we do it Let which is very rare he's saying like how do I find someone right and it's where I'm not saying it's for everybody no 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 we've talked a ton on the show about yeah. who it's right for but how do you feel like if, you, if they have kids you think it's cool um yeah if they have kids and they you know can talk to their kids about it or the kids don't know about it I, I don't know I, I know hope a lot they don't of have people. kids okay I hope I know a lot I know people in open relationships who do have kids and mm-hmm. when the kids get to a certain age they tell them they don't tell it depends whatever stage that they're at but i don't feel like is it better to just be cheating on your partner or to be miserable and stay together right. for the kids when the kids can i get it the on kids paper can the kids can if you're staying together for the kids they know you're miserable right. okay kids I, are like sponges I'm they a pick all of that up so exactly yeah Look at my you. parents should i really wanted them to, to break up and they didn't and they, right. they hated each other okay exactly so if your parents you know, when you're 18 and they explain, I'm sure they're not frolicking around the house having orgies, but right. that's another question. <laughs> so that's a different topic. My point is, um, I I know, I'm saying that a lot of people don't believe me that they can work for people. They don't but, know if you don't believe Right, it. plus this, that's not even his question. You're, you're trying to get his to question his, is, his right. question. Right. Okay, if you, I think that, um, Derek, you do need to let people know right away what your situation is. And a lot of women out there might not be interested as you found out, but I think it's better to let them know early on so you don't waste anyone's time for sure. And you might have better luck with women a little bit. He's 35. I mean, I think a lot of women are kind of like, a lot of people are delaying marriage. They're dating around. They might be interested in, you know, having sex. Maybe they're dating other people. People are not committing like they used to. So I think that, you know, he could find someone who's not looking for anything serious. It's a bummer you don't want to go on apps because... Um, the truth is, OkCupid okay has a section for open relationships. Um, there's another one. Uh, well, Fat Life is more for kinkier people. Fat Life. Fat Life. And then there's a Meetups. Here's another thing that is actually not really a website. A lot of cities have meetups for people in open relationships. Right. Like they have meetups for people who like cats. You <laughs> I know? think it like, started with like dog walking and they dog totally parks. Did. Yeah. But now they've meetups. Of course, it went so to I would sex. check out like meetup.com. Yeah. And so those are some of my suggestions for you. But I do think, Derek, that you, you just 
No one wants to waste time. And Derek, I know that you work at a financial institution, which is conservative, and you're worried about your boss. I, I, I doubt your boss is going to see you on Tinder. I think you could probably do Tinder, and your boss yeah. isn't going to be swiping your face one day. That's true. And the women at work, find, well, I, I wouldn't sleep with the women at work. But, I mean, yeah, that's true. And he's probably on Tinder as well, anyway. But, actually, OkCupid, like I said, which is not swipe app. Right does have a section for open relationships. Unless your boss is like actively searching for you on these sites, I think you're pr- probably pretty safe. And I feel like even conservative, these days it's so, it's different. Like yeah. you're going to get fired because you're an open, but I don't, I mean. Who knows? You know what? Know. People are still thinks things are freaky. Yeah. actually, so back to October. Okay, so. A lot of hypocrisy. Luck. And I'd love to hear how this goes, Derek, yeah. with the open relationship and finding someone. But I think that I, it's great that you're honest and be honest with everyone. And, and you know what? It sounds like he's not wearing a wedding ring, which is kind of odd too. If he's picking um, up girls at bars and they don't know that he's married till the second date. What did he say? I don't know. He said it. What did he say? Did he he say met he a girl at a bar and she was she liked him and, uh, and then they met again and he let her know his situation and she's like, yeah, I'm not in. Well, a lot of guys don't even wear wedding rings. Maybe they don't because they're in a relationship. Have I know so many guys who don't. Wedding rings where you take them off and in it's going to imprint. Yes. And it says oh. I'm married on your finger. No. Yeah. Wait, it says I'm like the wife gives it to him, like if he's going to Vegas. What do you mean? No, like like that's like a wedding ring you can get for a husband is it? it you pull it off and there's like an imprint because it's like on the inside of the ring and it says I'm married. Like it leaves it on your your finger. Like it brands you. Yeah. Horrible. Do you have one of those? That no, is horrible. No. <laughs> um, like that's just one I do relationship a, I wouldn't want to get married. I think you should pause. I do have a, a tan line though where my wedding that's ring what is. Happens. So yeah, it sucks. I need base. I've been with guy. I've been on I need like some foundation. base. <laughs> I've got foundation here. I've got lots of products. Hitting a bar after this. I need to. Um, it's funny though, because I've definitely been in situations where I've seen guys like, it t- I was probably in Vegas or on a business trip somewhere like in China, I remember. And guys, I'd see them like talk to me and slip their ring off. Yeah. So that's, sleazy. That's pretty bad. That's that's Take a drunk time. move. Yeah. You don't okay. get away with that when you're sober. No, you're drunk. No, guys, I don't want to get into that. But um, okay, dear Emily, thanks for your great podcast. I always enjoy listening to all your advice. My question is about tying up my man. Mm. Same question you had, Anderson, when you came in. Nope. Um, you, we had great sex, and he enjoys tying me up from time to time, and I certainly enjoy it. But I'm interested in taking control sometime and pleasuring him while I do all the work. Any tips for tying up my man? We already discussed that he, this is something he's open to. Also, what are other positions besides classic girl on top where I can do all the work? Thanks for your advice, Leah, age 26. That's okay. prime banging age right there. She wants to tie your guy up. I like this, Leah. It's fun <laughs> taking control. So my suggestion, first off, let's get the equipment out of the way. Wait, the accoutrements, the sports sheets. I love sports sheets because they were actually made for uh, the ease of use of tying people up. They use Velcro, okay? They have amazing Velcro cuffs and they have under the bed restraints, which you can leave on your bed at all times, which I have on my bed. And um, yeah, it's freaking Velcro. Like, How easy is that? Tough, cough, so cough, they can't move. Ties hanging off your and bed. And the Velcro, yeah, there are. I tuck At them under any given time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no one can see them. They're tucked under the bed. Okay. Um, and so, Wait yeah. a minute. Does your maid come in and make your bed? I told you about the maid incident, right? Well, she does. But I don't think she's seen them. Okay. Maybe she has. She I don't really care at this point. She's the Sibian. Come yeah. on. What are we going to do? She, she sees everything. She tried out. Did you I, I try hope the not because I clean it. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so sports sheets. Yeah, just go to their website. Click on the banner on our website. Or go to sportsheets.com because you'll love all their stuff. They have like all different, they have like their good, better, best lines. They have cool stuff and it makes it really easy. Like literally Velcro. That's cuffs, comfortable. And it works. Can't, on you don't need a key. Any bed because any a lot bed. of beds like. You, oh you, yeah. 
totally they're hard. Like, with a head, people are like, oh, I don't have a headboard. No one has a goddamn yeah. headboard with holes in it anymore, right? right? So you have them. They go to get like the thing about the sports sheets cuffs. I'm showing you right now, but no yes. one can see it. The sports sheets cuffs that you, your arms can go together over your head. Mm-hmm. You could do your arm to your leg. You can like, or you can get the actual sports sheet that's Velcro and put the. There's a lot of different configurations, Wait, but you let can, me just tell you could, Like wear Velcro. a suit that's you made of the stuff it. that we sticks. We did a show. We did a show. If you guys are you interested, just stick your partner in any yes. part of the bed, and they just stay do, there. Do you want to hear? The, I don't want to get into what? this now because it'd be so totally sidetracked. But Tom, the founder of Sports Sheets, yeah. is on the show. You were not here. No, and I'm sorry. You it was sad, but he <laughs> freaking came up with this idea. Do you remember the David Letterman episode where he was velcroed no. to the building? It was no. like in the 80s or late. 80s, early no, 90s. No, but I'm envisioning like super glue ads. Literally, and he was like, oh my God, what if you could Velcro someone in a building? It right. came up. It's, we did an interview with Tom from Sports Sheets. It was amazing. So, so, could, so could you Leah, theoretically yes. turn the bed upside down and the person would still stick to it if they're not too fat? <laughs> Maybe. That is great. Okay, we should try that. I love this. Okay, so positions. There, You're right. You got woman on top and what else can you do that would make you, you could do reverse cowgirl because mm-hmm. then you're still in control. Here's another position that I recently, like I've heard about, but then I got a press request about it last night. And I was like, oh, the crab. I know it sounds, it's a bad name. Mm-hmm. But the crab is like woman on top, but your weight is not on your knees. So, you know, when you're on top, you're like on your knees. Right. I'm on top. Let's say I'm on top of you. Right. Somebody. Yes, yes. Your legs are over his shoulders and you're leaning back on your hands. So, like, you're leaning. Get it? Like you got to have really strong triceps. It's so hard. You do. You have to strong triceps. You really do. No, you but can you're practice going doing in the dip. If you do the dip you at the gym. You do dips. You yeah. can do tricep dips while you're in control right. here. Um, Every time I do- see a lady doing dips now at the gym, I'm going to th- I'm gonna know why. Right. She's yeah. doing it for the uh, crab the position. Crab. I just thought it was cool. Like, oh, the crab. And then there's also the cross position, which is like the scissors position. Uh-huh. But with the cross position, um, he's on the bottom and you're on the side. Oh, God. I see. This is why people always ask me for sex positions. Right. The book. It's hard. Right. I have a book called Hot Sex, Over 200 Things You Could Try Tonight. It's really reasonable. It's like 13 bucks. Get it on Amazon. No joke. Anderson uses it every night. That's not true. Um, it's next to his bed, and you can open it up, and it, there's a lot of positions in there. Yes. But check these out like online, what whatever. The scissors. Put a little Velcro on the back of it and just keep it on the right. bed. But here's the thing. You could also, while you're in control, because it sounds like that's what you want, I would also get a blindfold. You could, again, sports sheet sells like their beginner bondage kit or just use a necktie, whatever you want. When you blindfold him, you are taking away like his all the other senses, right? So you could just start off by like blindfolding him, tying his hands back, and like play, having fun. Like take some, <laughs> you know, massage candles, some like hot, you know, massage wax. Yeah. You could take some ice cubes. Like kind of play with them. You Feathers, still got your massage candles? I do have them. We don't sell them. You don't sell them. So. No, we no okay. longer sell them. We no longer are in business. They were great. Yeah, they were fun while they lasted. Um, but other Joe makes some great candles. Um, the point is you can do whatever you want there and he, he won't know what's happening next, which is very exciting for him, especially because he's already said he would do this. So have fun with that. And I like a man who wants to be tied up. Mm-hmm. I think that's hot. Okay. Another email. Dear Emily, one thing I've not been sure on, but has never really come up in conversation fully in my previous relationships. It's around previous sexual partners and relationships. Oh no. How much is too much to share and how much is not enough to share? I've had more sexual partners than number of relationships. I guess that is part of the norm, but don't know what to expect in terms of a reaction. Also, I've seen a number of escorts slash, slash massage parlors to appease my sexual desire when I was single. Should that be shared or kept quiet to myself? 
Honestly, I don't know what is right or wrong here. What? From friends I have heard uh, where they have been totally open and others they have not so much. So uh, I'm lost here about what to say and what not to say. I guess it depends on the girl as well if she's open-minded, if she'll accept it, uh, but she may not, and then it's best not to share. What do I do? Okay, Harry, 33, London. London. I am so, okay. What? I, this, these questions, mm-hmm. how many people I slept with? Yes. How much of my sexual history? Don't share any of it. Well, when I was They're going to ask you, and you know why they're going to ask you? They're going to ask you so they could use it against you to torture themselves and to torture you. Right. And they'll use There's it to no sabotage. There's no other be the, reason. The sabotage. first thing they do to sabotage the relationship um, once they get to a point where they don't want to be in it, whether they even realize it or not. I used to do that all the time. They're going to use it against you. Well, those 18 dicks you had inside you, right? You when I was, shit. but as far as the massage part, when I was single, I, I would lead with that. I would go up to a girl in a bar and I would just sidle up next to her and go, I love getting hand jobs at massage parlors. No, you didn't. That's how I would start the conversation. Is that no, a joke? of course. No. No, and never ever <laughs> don't even tell Emily that. Don't tell people you go to massage yeah. parlor. Dude, Harry, I'm so glad you no. But no, Harry, thank you so much for telling me. And let, let me be the last woman that you ever tell that <laughs> yes. to, okay? No one needs to know. No one needs to know. And and because nothing's wrong with it. It's not freaky. It's not wrong. No. It's not shameful. No, and it's don't not. Be it's a service and it's out there for a reason. Right. They're on every corner where I'm I live. Not judging you. However, People, Anderson was just there on the way here. They're, but, but they're on, they really are. I, I don't like to, because I, I, I have a bad back, and I like to get the knots massaged out. And it's really hard for me to find a place that seems like it's on the up and up where I can get uh, hands on my back that haven't been on penises all day. Right. It's, it's distressing. That's it's very not, distressing. You, okay. No, I, I know what you're saying. I can in tell. LA, I walk in, tell. it smells like chlorine. I know what's going on in there. Oh, I just God. turn right around. I go to a great Thai massage place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, anyway. But there's nothing going I on. I bet that they touch wieners over there. No, they don't. I bet they Here's do. Here's the point. We are so obsessed in, I would say that every culture, you're in London, wherever you are, about how many people we stop with and what to tell and what to ask. This information, like people were asked because, and you might have asked a woman before, Harry, like how many have you slept with? It doesn't help anybody. It's it's like we're going to use it, you know, for a lot of times the stereotype is that women, they've had too much, so they're slutty or not enough and they're inexperienced or a guy is a player. And then you can never stop thinking about all these other partners they've been with. This is not useful information. But yet we ask. It's like we want, it's like watching a train wreck, right? It's like watching a car crash. Yeah. It's like a tooth that you can't, like a bad tooth. Yeah. You can't. Like you want to know, but you don't want to know. And then you're going to keep like, and then you're right. You're going to use it against him. And then you're going to be thinking about, she, you know, might be thinking about, well, maybe he's late home late tonight. He's probably getting a hand job at yeah. the massage parlor. You like too many just, images in your head. And you know what? I think it really does trigger all the unhealthiest parts of a relationship yep. for sure. Jealousy. And I've, I've noticed when and I'm in good, healthy relationships, it doesn't even occur to me. Exactly. I don't even want to know. Exactly. I, I don't need to know. I don't want to know. I'm comfortable and Thank I'm you. secure in the relationship. It's the bad relationships where I, I find myself wondering like, how many has she been with? Right. And, they, and, and I hate it. It, but I keep looking at it like a train wreck. And I, I, I've I told agree. you, like I've, I'd, I've been with girls where I had like all nine of the guys that they've been with. Like I had their names memorized <laughs> and at the exact times, and like something would come up, like in a movie where they'd be like, like a John, I'd be like 1995, and I'd be like, that's when she was banging that guy. <laughs> that's what I would think. I, really unhealthy. It's so unhealthy. Yeah. It's absolutely true that we, we we do we think of all of it, like all the other partners in the past. We think you're having sex with her, you're like, there's 18 other guys, nine other yeah. guys. So don't have this conversation. And Harry, if it comes up and you're with a woman, she's like, so how many women have you? Shad, Harry. You know what you say? You're going to say, all, you know, all I'm thinking about is the amazing sex that we're having right now. I'd love to focus on that. How's none that? as good as you. Yeah, none as good as you. Yeah, I don't remember. Revert I've blacked it back out. To Go and right back to the sex you're having. There are the occasional uh, freaky ladies out there and guys who get off on it. I, they want to hear about previous. For real. It's very, very rare, though. It's very, very rare. rare. 
It's true though. And you can tell, but again, it's not going to be on the first month you're dating or the first week you're dating somebody. And it is true that some people want to hear about it, but I, in most cases that that's not why they want that information. To quote Dr. Drew, he used to always say for years and years and years, I'd hear it on Loveline, more history, less history, more mystery. Right. More mystery, less history. Yeah. Exactly. To quote the great Dr. Drew. And if somebody's like really shaking you down, she's got issues, Harry. If right. someone's really demanding, right. you know. And I feel like it, it's a good point, Anderson, because it really hasn't, like, I feel like it doesn't really come up. I've, it used to come up maybe in my 20s. It came up, but I just feel like people. When people were more insecure. Yeah. Yeah. No one asked me. Yeah. And I, God knows. They, well, your okay. sex with Emily. They just assume it's in the, in the I'll case. Be like, today? Yeah. How many today? How many today? Uh, okay. Another email. Dear Emily, I have an issue that's come up between me and my husband. The problem lies with me and my dislike of porn especially certain types that he likes to watch. Some background. I'm 45, my husband is 30, and we both come from different cultures. I'm American, and he's from the Caribbean. We have a wonderful exploratory sex life and usually have sex once or twice a day. I recently discovered that my husband watches porn and quite a bit of it. He watches daily, usually after I've gone to work in the morning. My problem is that the type of porn he watches always involves older women. Mm. He usually looks at mother-son clips, mother-drink-sons-cum clips, Mm -hmm. and the like. I do not like porn generally as I feel it desensitizes men to real deep (laughs) connected... its own genre? (laughs) Dude, there's a genre for everything. Deeply connected sex. The mom-son genre stuff turns me off. I don't want to feel like a slutty mother. The whole situation makes me very closed in bed. I can't seem to get the video titles out of my head during sex. Mm I've spoken to him about this. He says, I'm making a big deal out of nothing. He said he'd rather watch porn than look at other women and that he's attracted to older women. Besides my general aversion to porn, this genre turns me off. I know porn is healthy and normal. Can't get over it. Thanks for all your advice. I love your show, Lisa. Okay, this porn question we get a lot, a lot of different uh, variations of this from men and from women. Um, Here's the thing, Lisa and all of my amazing listeners. I hope you're going to ask what I need to ask. What's his mom look like? Is his mom in the picture? No. Does he seem to really get excited when his mom's drinking milk? What, his real mom in real life? Yeah. No. That's what he's looking at? No. I'd li- be very concerned. God, I no? wouldn't. No. Okay. All okay. Right. Here's the thing. Men are going to watch porn. Mm-hmm. They just are. I understand this is super confusing for women. And yes. women watch porn too. They watched it before he was dating you, during... You know, they just do. And it's, it's part of men. I was going to say after, but you guys are going to be together because you guys are super happy except for this porn thing. I feel like guys are hardwired to like watching porn, like watching people have sex, talk right. about, talking about sex, like, like reading about sex, hearing about other people have sex. And it's like hardwired into your yeah. brain. And I know that men get aroused. You know, you get aroused easier a lot of times than women. And it's a stress reliever, like masturbation. Right. It just is. Okay. Porn is going to happen. And I feel like there's all these couple, you know, and yes, it can be a problem in some relationships for sure. Porn addiction or whatever you want people being reliant on porn and they can't have sex in real life. They can't ejaculate. They can't get hard. These cases exist in Mm -hmm. the world, but typically it's, it's separate. It's not equal. It's just a separate release. And a lot of guys watch stuff that they're not necessarily, they don't want in real life. They just want to watch it like a two dimensional it's, it's a rich, we all should have rich yeah. fantasy lives, okay? But I get why this is also just disturbing because it's the older woman. And this might be his thing right now. Like, you know, guys go into phases and they, they get into certain things and then they move on. It's like, you know, it's like any pastime. Right. It's like any hobby. But like, how is it so different than when men were reading, you know, reading porn magazines, reading Playboy? It's like, 
because her other concern, your other concern, Lisa, is that you feel like it takes away the deeply connected sex that they're having because he was watching porn earlier in the day. And again, totally separate, totally separate. He's with you. And I'm not saying that people have sex and they think about other things sometimes, but I'm not like it's going to happen no matter what. There's going to be fantasies that happen. I'm sure when he's with you, if you feel deeply connected to him, he's deeply connected to you and your sex is fine. You have this aversion to porn and I just, I understand it, but porn isn't going anywhere and it's not going to harm your relationship. In fact, it's very healthy for men and women to have rich fantasy lives outside of their relationships. It just is. You don't always have to share it with each other, but it's part of being healthy and having a good sex life. Right. It just is. And I'm sure he fantasizes about you as well. And again, I get why this is disturbing, but he's not going to stop watching this porn. Like he's, no. you're a dude. So I don't want to speak for penises I, everywhere. I think the biggest uh, concern that she you might started have off very concerned. Yeah, is uh, you know they're having sex twice a day, and he's looking at porn. There might be a little porn addiction going on here, and something to keep an eye on. That's what I would have to think. Porn okay, three sex times twice. a day. If he's climaxing three times, four times a day, that's that's a lot. It's a bunch of bunch of uh, he's thirty drinks for mom. He's thirty. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if he's, he says she goes to work earlier than he does. Mm. Like the reason why we would know it would be, we would be a problem is if he wasn't going to work. Yeah. If he wasn't going he to leave the house, he consequences. Yeah. He couldn't orgasm during sex anymore. He couldn't get hard when right. he was with her. He couldn't please you. And, um, and it was really disturbing in his day. Yeah. There's consequences. Are there consequences, Lisa, besides what you're feeling right now? I just want to know mm-hmm. um, if there are any of those things do arise, we might have a problem, but you know, he could be watching other kinds of porn. It sounds like you'd still have a problem with yeah. it. And I'm just trying to get people to embrace porn. Like I know that there's again, problem people, people have problems with porn for a lot of different reasons, but it's, it's, it's a weird thing. And I don't healthy. envy you ladies at all to have to like deal with browser histories and seeing like what your guy is looking at. You know, I, I haven't really ever had to experience that in another relationship. Cause you clear your cookies. I, well, I, what you do is you get Bing and you go on uh, Chrome and you just always go to private. <laughs> you go to private. Uh, incognito. Thank you for that hack. Yeah, incognito. And uh, yeah, and Bing is always the best. The um, best Google but search. But here's the thing. Yeah, thank you. That's best, good. Best search engine for porn. I just, the thing is like, you can hover the, the arrow over it, the cursor over it, and it actually shows you a little preview wow. before you actually click on it. Yeah. Wow. Remember when Bing came out and it was like a big thing? Like they were really yeah, trying to take the market. Well, they realized that uh, they cornered the porn market. And, uh, oh, they, they don't so really everyone's care. surfing. Boy, I don't even know It this. really is the best uh, search engine for porn. Thanks, Anderson. Mm-hmm. That's a really great service. Sure. Uh, and Lisa's going to appreciate that too because she tells her husband. But here's the other thing I want to say about porn. When I, and I've said this a lot on the show if you've been listening. Like I was 25 years old having the best sex of my life no. at the time I thought I was one time. And mm-hmm. my boyfriend, I found out, watched porn and I was so upset. And I was really like, I could, I thought he wanted to be with a woman who's blonde uh-huh. and big boob. I, th- I didn't right. get it. I'm like, to me, it was the best sex. It was like, really though, I had my yeah. first orgasm with him. It was a whole thing. And I really didn't understand it. And I did not have the knowledge that I have now. Right. And I actually didn't have a lot of this knowledge until I started doing this show about 12 years ago and started hearing from all these men and women and studying it and understanding that it is just a natural part it of sucks, desire you and just sex. Gotta understand you gotta it. It's so totally separate and everyone, you, every like, dude does it. Yeah, they do. Just about. It's not going away. Yeah. So that's what we got time for. Cool. Um, thank you, Anderson. Thank you, Em, Great for having to see me. You. Thanks for squeezing me in before my baby is squeezed out. I, I feel like. <laughs> 
if my wife sneezes, I'm, I'm worried that he's going to shoot out. She is got, so pregnant. I know. She's dude. nine and a half months pregnant right now. That's crazy. I know. I'm so excited for you, actually. I'm pretty pumped, too. I can't wait to meet yeah. the little one. And um, I can't wait for you to give birth to the baby, your wife, and give birth to your film. You have any like so, little uh, sucking toys? Like any I was kind of like little pacifiers? May look like wieners I have like or a wiener like pacifier. Yeah, I bet you do. Mm-hmm. I do. No, mm-hmm. actually, believe it or not, they've kind of... In that market, they oh, there's a teddy bear sex toy. What? There's a teddy bear sex toy. That's for the furry population. Teddy love, teddy love. Don't worry, I already got it for you. No, Um, don't give me any penis laden. Okay, uh, and check out Anderson's film. Groupersthemovie.com, everybody. Thank you very much for checking it out. You can see the three minute uh, little pitch video that I that I agonized over and put together over there. And uh, just giving us a quick follow is a huge, huge help to the campaign. Yeah. And uh, yeah, come have brunch with us. With uh, let's have brunch with Emily and her lovely ladies. Yeah, and, and guys. And guys. Andy, and Eddie. Eddie. It's going to yeah. be a great time. Okay, I love you all. And um, follow us on social media. Keep subscribing and emailing. And um, I just love you all for listening. Thank you. And um, thank you, Madison. And thank you, Eddie, Eddie and, and Ken. And thank you, Lori and Jamie and all, Nate. <laughs> and all the wonderful people who make uh, Sex with Emily great. Thanks for listening. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. to never get tired of talking about the magic wand seriously it's like telling stories about your best friend i actually think i have more stories about a magic wand than i do my best friend the magic wand was part of my life long before it was part of the show and now it's time to make it part of your life too for more than 30 years the magic wand has been the trusted toy that women around the world reach for first in fact check this time magazine just named the magic wand as one of the top 10 most influential gadgets of all time We're talking next to the iPod and the calculator. Time Magazine, people. If that doesn't say it all, I don't know what will. The perfectly sized original Magic Wand delivers amazing power and control and is incredibly simple to use. Just plug in the six-foot cord for uninterrupted pleasure. For more information on the Magic Wand, visit magicwandoriginal.com today or click on the Magic Wand banner on my website. Let's talk about the orgasm gap. You don't know what the orgasm gap is? Okay, so a little refresher. Men take anywhere between six to eight minutes to orgasm during intercourse. Women, between 20 and 40 minutes. You see the issue here? There's like a gap. Even if you don't have an issue with premature ejaculation, the fact remains women take longer to achieve orgasm than men do. A lot longer. But you can take action. You can. For starters, more foreplay. Foreplay is not just a suggestion. It's actually mandatory. And... To help you narrow the orgasm gap during intercourse even more, try Promescent. See, Promescent is a clinically proven, FDA-approved product that can significantly delay ejaculation. So, why is that a good thing? Because if you're able to last longer, you'll have less anxiety about performing. You can focus on being in the moment with your partner, enjoying sex instead of stressing about it. And your partner gets a benefit of a longer, more intense experience. Doesn't that sound much better? Does that sound more fun? No more gaps? Let more sex, let more orgasms. God, this sounds good. Promescent is a topical spray that gets applied to the penis to improve a man's stamina. Unlike common delay sprays that make you numb, Promescent is quickly absorbed, allowing you to enjoy the sensations of sex. When used properly, it won't transfer to your partner, which trust me, nobody likes. What other product can help you last longer, have better sex, reduce performance anxiety, and improve your relationship? Exactly, none. None. 
And it's easier to buy Promesa than ever before because now it's available at your local Rite Aid and Target too. That's right, you can run out, get some today. Of course, you can also click on the Promesa banner on my site or visit promesa.com today.